Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2260, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Welcome back to another Friday show where I answer your questions. On all the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you like an audiobook, with permission from the authors, of course. Now, if you want to know more about me and my credentials and my education and what I do when I'm not doing this podcast and why I call myself Dr. Neil, definitely check out the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. Oh, and I'll let you know how you can send in your own question at the end of the show and get rewarded for it. But for now, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Today's question came via email. Lucero writes, when it comes to weight loss and carbohydrate counting, low carb versus net carbs, which is the route to go? Does your age matter when it comes to consumption of carbs? What's the ideal goal for carbs when it comes to weight loss? Thank you. Thank you for asking your question, Lucero. Overall, lower carbohydrate diets appear to be safe for most people in the long term. And if you listen to this show, you know there's a but in there somewhere and you'd be right. First, notice I said lower carbohydrate diets instead of low carbohydrate diets. I have to mention something right off the bat. There are different definitions of what a low-carbohydrate diet really means. If you follow the Atkins diet, for example, for the first two weeks, you're only going to eat about 20 grams of carbohydrate each day, and most of those carbohydrates are going to come from vegetables. Let's put this in perspective. One slice of bread contains about 13 grams of carbohydrate. So if you ate one slice of bread, you'd be pretty close to your 20 grams max for the day right there. The South Beach diet recommends that folks consume no more than 120 to 140 grams of carbohydrate per day. Again, for perspective, adults living in the U.S. and those not following a low-carbohydrate diet will consume, on average, about 350 to 400 grams of carbohydrate each day. Then, there's the ketogenic diet, which I've discussed many times on this podcast. Someone following the ketogenic diet 
may only consume 50 grams of carbohydrate per day or less. Okay, so hopefully it's obvious now that the definition of low carb can vary greatly. When we look at the studies on low-carbohydrate dieting and their safety, again, it does seem to show that following a lower-carbohydrate diet may be safe for many people. Again, notice I said lower-carbohydrate. Usually what we find is that researchers, depending on what they were trying to accomplish with their study, may put people on an Atkins-style diet or the South Beach diet or a combination of the two. In fact, when I conducted research, I put people on a modified South Beach diet. What the heck does that even mean? Basically, we used the South Beach diet as our guide, but we made some changes to it to make it easier for people to follow. Because researchers do this all the time, it's hard to make true comparisons from one study to the next. Is the Atkins diet safest or is South Beach safest? Or a modified version of the two? We don't know because all of these are used in human studies. And here's the other problem. Most studies follow people on these diets for about a year, max. This means we don't know what may happen if these folks were to continue following these diets for more than a year. Would we see their weight come back? Would their cholesterol levels suffer? At this time, we really don't know. You may be wondering, well, why don't we study people for longer? Then we'd have our answer. Those types of long-term studies are very expensive. So it's a great idea, but it's very difficult to get people to commit to a long-term diet study also. Why? because most folks can't follow the prescribed diet for more than six months, let alone more than a year. In fact, when I conducted my research, we had a 50% dropout rate when that one-year anniversary came around. We started with 180 people in our study and ended up with only 90 by the end. So we don't know how low-carb diets affect the body long-term because most people can't stick to that type of diet for very long. In my experience, I want to repeat that in my experience, which means this is not based on formal research, I have found the sweet spot for people, especially those that want to lose or maintain their body weight, is to consume about 50% of their calories from carbohydrate each day. That would be about 250 grams of carbohydrate per day for most adults. This means you could eat a cup of oatmeal in the morning, a sandwich with two slices of bread for lunch, one cup of cooked pasta for dinner, throw in two servings of fruit and five servings of low-carbohydrate vegetables each day like green leafy veggies, tomatoes, broccoli, mushrooms, and so on, and you'd basically be at the 250 grams of carbohydrate right there. Does that sound reasonable? I hope so. That's because this is really about watching those carbohydrate portions to help consume less instead of following a specific low-carb diet. And because this recommendation isn't extreme, meaning again, you get 50% of your total calories each day from carbohydrate, it's usually easier for people to follow as a long-term change. Now, are there any health risks associated with following a low-carbohydrate diet, like following Atkins or South Beach exactly as prescribed? We don't know for sure, but a list of the typical side effects based on the research that has been conducted are fatigue, weakness, constipation, kidney stones or other kidney problems, and bad breath. Now, if you limit your carbohydrate intake to about 50% of your calories each day, you probably will not experience some of those side effects. That's because by getting about 50% of your calories from carbs each day, you're just going on a lower carbohydrate diet, not on a low carbohydrate diet. Now, Lucero, you also asked about net carbs. 
Here's how net carbs are calculated. Look at the total carbohydrates listed on the nutrition facts label. Then subtract the total grams of dietary fiber and any grams of sugar alcohol listed on the label. Whatever number you end up with would be the net carbs. If we really think about it, calculating net carbs is just a fancy way of trying to guesstimate how many grams of carbohydrate the body's actually going to absorb and use for energy. Dietary fiber and sugar alcohols can't be used by the body for energy. So by subtracting them from the total number of carbs, we're trying to get a better sense of how many actual grams of carbohydrate the body's going to absorb. Calculating net carbs can be helpful specifically for those with diabetes, but for weight loss or weight management, I usually don't pay too much attention to it. When it comes to aging and our body's ability to break down and use carbohydrates, some studies have found that as we age, we're not able to break down and use carbohydrates as well. But after researchers took a closer look at these studies, they found that if we remain active and stay within a healthy body weight range as we get older, then we can still break down carbohydrates just as well as we did when we were younger. So the bottom line is this. Net carbs and age aren't quite as important when it comes to weight loss or weight management. Instead, in my experience, the sweet spot for weight loss and carbohydrate intake is around 50% of total calories each day, which hovers around 250 grams of carbohydrate each day, give or take, depending on how many calories you're eating each day. 50% of total calories from carbohydrates would not be considered a low-carbohydrate diet, but instead a lower-carbohydrate diet. The combination of lowering carbohydrate intake and the reduction in calories because of it may help with weight loss. Plus, this type of reduction will hopefully feel much easier than, say, a complete diet overhaul. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you again for the question, Lucero. And if you want to send your questions in, you can email them to health at oldpodcast.com. That's health at 
oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice played on the show, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 161-I-LOVE-OHD. That's 1-614-568-3643. And now if you send in a relevant question and you're in the U.S., we'll physically mail you a copy of our hardcover Optimal Living Daily Workbook for free. If you're outside the U.S., we'll send you a digital version. Thank you again so much for sending in your questions. Answering them is one of my favorite parts of this show. All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. I hope you have a great start to your weekend, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.